Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lalit Dhanu show. Today I have with me a very 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 special guest. Uh, now, you might have seen our last few episodes scale up. You might have seen new guests and that's because of this man, Divyanshu. <laughs> so, Cheers, man. Uh, Divyanshu Dhamani, welcome to my show and thank you for accepting my invitation. It was a pleasure. I was staying in the next room. <laughs> we could have done this anytime. <laughs> but, Nothing too formal here, but yeah. <laughs> sure, thanks. Thanks for having me. Divyanshu, I first saw you in a Tag Mango video. I've not been following you as you started your content creation journey. Quickly on that, why did you start your content creation journey and how was that journey? What did it give you? Hmm. Why did I start the content creation journey? So I think setting some background context, which camera should I look into? That, that <laughs> Any camera, show. but you look at me. All yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Setting some uh, kind of background context. Um, I had started a social entrepreneurship venture called Wake Up Kid. Very original name, Wake Up Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds different, but yeah. Uh, while in college, in my second year of college, and uh, this is like a social entrepreneurship. We were trying to build a volunteering donation platform back then, and um, and because of that, I, we used to build a lot of social awareness videos on the same as well, right? Um, and one of those videos really picked up, where I was just directly talking to a camera and I was just addressing a social awareness topic on the same, and we got like ten, fifteen thousand views back then. This was like, a this is like third year of college in 2016 17 2017 this was i said this seems extremely interesting overall as uh, as a function and um, and that particularly kind of led to me seeing the advent of social media firsthand and i said that if i can just simply talk to the camera and this is a kind of distribution that can be created then it is also very interesting also which year was this if i may this ask? is 2017 2017 okay the real reason also was that i was applying um, for my mba programs deferred mba programs at harvard and stanford back then uh, and i thought that hey if i create content then it will also help in profile building wow that was the real reason when i actually <laughs> got into content uh, and i uploaded five six videos on facebook while in college, third year of college itself, and some of them did extremely well. Uh, I didn't get through the deferred programs because it's fucking hard to get into those deferred programs. It's like, <laughs> and especially with a business background, it's even more difficult. Um, but then, but then when I really saw the growth in terms of content, I saw there is something extremely interesting happening here. And then I studied trends in the Western markets. That okay, content scaled up in a certain way, and then with the distribution, a bunch of businesses can be created upon. Uh, and that led me to starting and really doubling down upon my own journey. And um, this was like by end 2017, um, I was getting invited to all top colleges of the country. It wow. was like three months out of college. <laughs> are you sure you want me here? <laughs> I'm not sure if you want me here. Yeah. My dad's like, why are they calling you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I remember my first speaking engagement was IIT Jodhpur. I was 21, 22. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was traveling with my dad. I'm like, why have they called you? My dad's asking me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure why they've called me. But I'm glad they've called me. And then uh, then that is what it, it kicked it off, man. And uh, that was like a quick journey. And then it kind of really scaled from there after that. I want to ask you a quick question about this IIT thing, right? No. Yeah. If an IIT college is actually calling another 21 or a 22-year-old, Yeah. That means they're placing their credibility factor over the video and the reach that you possess. 
rather than the experience that you have hmm. now that also means the the credibility that is available there hmm. uh, so today we see a lot of people go to colleges and address it do you think was it only because of that or was it because of anything else i think it was lesser on the distribution more on the content oh wow so what kind of content were you making i was creating content around it was very inspirational motivational like entrepreneurship format content um that i was creating it was storytelling i was doing um and i was sharing unique insights from my life only okay um for example one of the videos i i remember wow <laughs> remember it, it touched like half a million views back then okay uh, on facebook mm-hmm. and it was i was sharing my board exam story oh and how like i topped my school pre board examinations and okay. i was academically extremely strong okay. right and i was uh, in my mind destined to go to du uh, go to an srcc or a st stephens but when my school board exam results did come out i did not even feature in the top 10 within my school Okay. I had like broken records in my pre-boards. I didn't even feature in the top 10. And now when I look back, I know that there's everything happens for a reason and and you can only connect the dots looking backwards. But it's um it actually was a uh, very interesting. I made that video and the the crux of that video was I give this entire story of this topping pre-boards and not doing well in boards and I took it out the day board exam results came out. Oh, smart. And then I told what are some of the other things that I was able to achieve even if I didn't get into my dream college and I talk about things like falling in love, learning scuba diving, uh about adventure, about reading, about travel, um uh, about like learning new skills, all of that. and uh, that entire exposure that i was able to provide to my own self in terms of experiences um was what really added value to my life over right. the past 3 years in terms of my college etc etc so so that kind of was extremely like inspiring for people to even listen to and that was the reason why colleges actually called me because it did touch a nerve when i and i get it why it did touch a nerve <laughs> Uh, may may make sense divyanshu <laughs> and i know for a fact as you move on that journey of continuous learning uh, from being a student a content creator it eventually has to take you where you have to be and today you are we are sitting at the tag mango creator pad which i think is absolutely fucking beautiful thank you sir uh, uh, and i don't know uh, how much i benefited from this because i'm yet to see all the reward that's about to come from this uh, specific place now Can you tell us how did the idea of Tag Mango start, or how did the problem of your business come into your mind? How did you see that problem, and how did you want to solve it, and why the name Tag Mango? Got it. So, um, solving the problem, I was I was building content for like a year, year and a half. I'd built strong distribution. I'd built a followership of like two hundred thousand people on Facebook. um i had built another social platform called the soch network not a lot of people know it uh, that was like a content curation platform for positive content um and that got like 800000 followers on it cumulatively i had like 100 million views on the internet that i had clocked over a year year and a half and i did like a ton of keynotes across but the biggest challenge like recognition was great i was on the map in, in my calcutta in my city of calcutta i'm really well known um but monetization was a core problem statement hmm. and i'm marwadi <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't match correct correct <laughs> i was like i like wealth building i like value creation but wealth building for myself and for people around me that's something that really excites me and i said that 
and I saw this as a common problem statement across all my peer sets too in terms of the creator economy and uh, I I think extremely big so um, so so something has to be really can be scaled into a really massive thing for me to truly get very very excited um and monetization was a huge roadblock right because how do i reinvest capital into even scaling up the content business that's there make Makes the sense. different ideas at pitch to in fact in content i had a talk show in 2018 wow wow called, what was it called it was called the dd show like a crazy promo i've done it all man i've done it all <laughs> and then i'm glad the entrepreneur side kind of came in but um um it was like i got shirley setia ananya billa ashish was there sejal was there uh-huh. on the show back in 2018 wow this is history historic and yeah man and um, and monetization i like great wow i've gotten all of that i have access i have recognition um, um but since that was the core statement i said let's let's think about how we can solve it and then call it life call it epiphanies call it destiny whatever it is I met with Hassan um your partner my co-founder Hassan and uh, um and we'd not met to discuss tag mango as the idea we'd met to actually discuss a third idea me my own cousin and Hassan and then I told him that hey this is a cool way monetization is getting sorted for in the US for creators and that kind of led one thing led to the other we went to like a series of pivots reaching where tag mango is today um and the core focus is yes solving for monetization and building financial independence coming to your second question or is tag mango it's like i've answered it man uh, but um, like i usually give this answer there are i'll give you the full answer actually there are two parts to the answer one is the real story and one is the <laughs> pr story <laughs> there are two different pieces to it okay the real story is that uh, both hasan and i we are obsessed with speed speed yeah okay and we know that name acts as a huge roadblock okay. to get things done faster because people spend a lot of time on thinking about 100%. the name we said 2 weeks if we only decide the name in 2 weeks that is it okay nothing else is required. there's a deadline it's a deadline only the name nothing else we do uh, we are good and the only caveat we had was that we wanted a dot com name We didn't want a dot in or a dot co dot in. That's it. Makes sense. And it could be a weird name, like a not a weird, like a random name, like a Zomato or something like that, <laughs> which does not have any inherent meaning, meaning. attached with it. Like great. So so then we started. We went on the journey on finding a name, and we started doing permutation combination thanks to class seven math. Um, and then names of fruits, vegetables, his family lineage, <laughs> my family lineage. <laughs> Everything we put it down, and we were doing just finding names that are available for .dot com because okay. nothing is available on .dot com except your friend who's figured out Shark Tank India .dot <laughs> com. I don't know if you can put that, but you can check with her after that. <laughs> but uh, but like uh, at that point of time, and then we we had like a bunch of uh, iterations, and at the end we came with Mango Tag, and like that was available, and then Tag Mango was also available, and that was the last day. to okay. decide okay. two weeks we've done nothing we found that was the last day to decide like tag mango.com available available and uh, i said hey it has a zing to it is it's fun it's like there's some some kind of movement to it so i called up four five of my friends we said yeah let's find it let's find it real story not very exciting <laughs> like yeah great cool good story the pr story now we have to sell a story around the name mm-hmm. always always yeah. always, always. 
So whenever someone asks me this question, my answer is it was an extremely well thought name. Wow, beta. The most well thought. We really kind of dived into <laughs> depths of philosophy to identify the names. <laughs> um, see, like I told you, like the core business model for us, or the core mission for the company, is to solve for financial independence for people around us, for the common man. So, and and we believe that the internet's an enabler for it. Okay. So I'm already sold. You, yeah. <laughs> so tag is actually it's a social media metric like Instagram tag got it. So that kind of is a representation of the internet. Okay. And mango is actually a representation of the arm army. Oh, the common man. So solving financial independence for the common man using the internet as an enabler. Dance tag mango. <laughs> That's the name. Did this PR strategy come out when your spirits were high or something like that? No, I'm extremely good at storytelling. <laughs> so we are always on like, "Ha, ye story bana dete." Ye story bana dete. But yeah, that's the story. If anyone asks me, if anyone asks you tag mango, you have to you have to say the second story. Like extremely well thought. Kya soch hai? Wah. So yeah, oh, that. Damn dude, damn. I, I think this is this is this is a gift of creative people yeah. and storytellers. Uh, I mean, you just give them a situation or something, they'll make something beautiful out of it. And, and I for sure think that you've made something very beautiful about you with that company name and that company. Uh, that's how you not find a name for your company <laughs> <laughs> or maybe us i don't know um what is the reason you started this tag mango creator pad because on the other side you're building a tech platform for creators to monetize but this place right which is so magical that we're sitting right now it has an aura of its own and every time i've asked you about it you only said it's a blessing and it's a blessing and i like the way you put it uh why did you start this what was the inspiration behind it So the thinking was actually very clear. Um Hasan and I stayed in a place called Launch House about a year ago. Launch House is a similar concept to ours. Uh they run residential cohorts for founders, investors, engineers, builders, all of that. And uh, we were part of a creator economy cohort. So we were staying in LA during the second wave of uh, COVID that had hit India. And um in the 3 weeks I met with a bunch of incredible founders, investors, all of them, right? and uh, at the end of the 3 weeks about 10 15 of us were staying together uh, at the end of the 3 weeks five of them invested into tag mango oh wow yeah that gave me incredible insight that offline interaction and if you're put up in the same space can really build depth of community like no other right and we already had an online community we had like 5 700 creators monetizing on a tech platform so since we already had an online community i said How do we build stronger moats around the business? Hmm. Uh, how do we build a deeper community with the existing community that we already have? Uh, and we already had a head headway because the launch house folks had to build their network. We already had existing network, and offline spaces become a great way to market the brand as well. Um, and this is something I like spoke to the launch house founder Jacob directly, and he told me this becomes a great way to market the brand. He said. We should definitely start something like this because we are trying to do something in the creator economy. We recently raised around, uh, and it's a unique way to uh, kind of uh, it's a unique go-to market for the business. So that was the thinking. We came to Bombay. We said, okay, let's look for a house, a villa, um, which is 
very fucking hard. Which is very fucking. And we wanted Juhu Bandra Andheri West. Those are the three <laughs> places. We'd come to Bombay and just uh, a broker gave us only we have only four options. <laughs> <laughs> like okay if you have only four options kaun banega crore ha matlab aur hai nahi options hai jo banana mein first place he takes us is a khandahar wala ghar so it's like shayad theek karke kuch kar sakte hain hum bola itna kaam karna hoga is ghar mein it is wild this is not happening the next two places he takes us is seven story building so aap ye building le lo टेक इन्वेस्टर से पैसा उठाकर आए हैं यहाँ बिल्डिंग अगर हम ले लेंगे तो हम वहाँ क्या बताएंगे कि बिल्डिंग ले लिया अपना सात तल्ला का बिल्डिंग हम लोग सोच रहे थे ये फ्लोर में ये हो सकता है ये फ्लोर में ये हो सकता है ये फ्लोर में ये हो सकता है ये सभी एंड देन दिस इज द लास्ट प्रॉपर्टी वी सॉ ऑफ द फोर वी लैंडेड हेयर द मोमेंट आई एंटर द डोर एंड यू दिस वॉज इट आई अ वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग सेंस ऑफ वाइट um and that i can get i entered i went to the deck that's the first place i went to i saw there and knew this was it and then yeah that that led one thing led to the other and the creator pad became the creator pad and yeah it is truly a blessing man i swear and especially finding a location like this mm mm-hmm. which is in central juhu which is the most expensive real estate in india in india almost comparable to la prices on the beach with direct beach access next to prithvi theater prithvi theater is this, iconic it's the center i call it it's the center of and the representation of the old creator economy every top artist celebrity wow. has come from prithvi theater prithvi raj kapoor their entire kapoor family right which represents bollywood us being in the same lane literally 20 meters 30 meters from Prithvi Theater just tells us that it had to be had and to be. and we represent the new creator economy hmm. the next set of digital stars and celebrities that you wow. see will both create content here uh it will be a place of intellect and entertainment india's cultural hub that's what we want to build this into fuck and i'm sure it's got and i'm sure you're on the journey of making that happen and i'm so glad that i'm a part of this journey divyanshu and i'm i think this is you're just getting started yeah uh, the world is just getting to know tag mango you and the wonderful creator pad i remember i was at a stand up comedy show just uh, two days ago so sapan varma was opening the yeah. show uh, and then um, i was I was taking a video and he's like, "Dude, are you doing? Are you a content creator?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, sorry." <laughs> and then he's like, "Okay, where you at?" He's like, "Where you from? Where you at?" And then I told him, "I'm a tag mango." I didn't even tell him the creator. Oh, it's like that property next to in Juhu, that creator pad. All fancy. You guys keep partying there every night, <laughs> making some jokes, right? But just the fact that people know about it. And there was, and like he pulled off a five-minute set, uh, you know, <laughs> on the pad. Oh damn! Find that out, dude. <laughs> man, man, Divyanshu, shifting gears of a little bit here. Uh, uh, before we dive into the creator pad thing, I think I want to ask you about you as an individual because we've known you as a content creator. We've known you as one of the heads of the company. But I want to know you in person, and I'm sure a lot of people watching from my audience who come from, you know, the Chennai, Kerala, Bangalore side of audience would sure. also want to know you. I'm sure you've already built that. But can you tell me what was 
that one situation you were in most doubt of yourself or I'll rephrase it one one moment where you had the highest amount of self doubt yeah got it um so so this was i think back in 2018 only uh when i was in my content creation journey and built all that distribution channels um there was a 6 month period which was an actually really tough in 2018 right before we started with tag mango facebook in mid 2018 had killed its organic reach yes yeah Remember so that. so i used to get 40k views in 2 hours then i didn't even get 2000 views in 2 hours that's why i talk tell creators to always cross distribute their audiences across different platforms if that's focused on one platform never be dependable on the platform um they don't think about you the big the big tech does not think about you even if you think they do so overnight your reach will drastically reduce and you'll have nothing to do uh, and i was like if i build this amazing community and i'm not able to do anything about it then that's incredibly bad and think i have to do something more about it and then monetization was also a question i was dabbling with so both those pieces one i i lost my distribution second i couldn't figure monetization um and i was like in a soup i was trying to figure out what next what next what else can i do what else can i do and um, uh, i come from um, a traditional family business um and i had i started i used to go to office along with my dad even back then what office if i may ask we're into the we're into the clothes standard marwadi business which is clothing clothing <laughs> we do hosiery man we've got a couple of factories in calcutta um so standard hosiery business that we do i was going there and i was trying to figure uh stuff there for 4 5 months but that did not really provide me a lot of kick mm-hmm. it's great I mean, any form of entrepreneurship is great. Whatever Correct. you're doing, you're at the end of the day contributing towards nation building. But uh, I like to build on like products that have really scalable impact in a shorter period of time. Makes that's something that gives me a kick as well. And that's mostly associated with tech. It's mostly associated with tech and disruptive technologies, etc., etc. But like innovations, something clothing did not really excite me. Um. and that was a period i know i used to go to office i was not at the top of my energy game and energy is big for me i have to be on top of my energy game um and that was like i remember till 6 months i was just trying to find out oh, what else can i do what else can i do what else can i do uh i started hosting my first set of public speaking workshops back then oh um i've done it all I'm telling you i've done it all uh <laughs> <laughs> and the public speaking workshops i used to host when i was 22 uh for all these younger students um in order to make cash with my distribution and uh but i'll tell you something even that self doubt there was this one song that i'm really a big big fan of uh, i don't know if you've seen the movie the greatest showman have you seen that movie mm-hmm. you jackman no i haven't so there is a there is a song in that movie called a million dreams okay. right and uh Uh, the the chorus of that song is that uh, every night i lie in bed the brightest colors fill my head a million dreams are keeping me awake they sing it well i'm just paraphrasing <laughs> it but um that song i used to re- listen to repeat a lot hmm. and yeah that kind of really moved me even today in times of doubt i just listen to that song nice. at times and uh, it 
it just kind of kept me going and i trusted that something better is going to come something better one something better is going to come and yeah you just trust i mean makes a lot of sense and the, the entire story that you told me i associate i associate that with self talk because uh, you know um, i was attending this workshop and uh, one of the guys who is talking about self talk mastery says that every time you go through a hard situation the one thing you should learn how to do is rewire your brain to go sit in a place of uh, success or a place of happiness that means you have to rewire your brain to something that associates to happiness mm. right so like like you said you know every time you play that song it associates with that one moment you were in doubt and how you spoke to yourself yeah. and i think these moments are very important in life For sure. you have to go through it because it's a test of true character that's true yeah, that's man. true man i mean at the end of the day everyone who's successful um has seen the lowest of the low um that's i mean i've met with a ton of successful people globally mm-hmm. and everyone has failure stories makes sense um and they figured out as the only thing is <laughs> the only thing is not giving up giving that's up. the only thing thing else i mean it's very standard it's very cliche but that's actually but it the, works that's actually <laughs> the only thing it's cliche for a reason also yeah but yeah like man yeah. it's fun speaking of people can you give me specific names who you call as your mentors and why or specific names that you really look up to whether you've met them or not and you still consider them your mentor I want like um on my own circle but like I've got a few mentors across different categories and things I'd like to attack uh but I feel like almost on an everyday basis uh there's someone who acts as a mentor or not right yeah. um and I'm a big believer in like the universe being my mentor um and everything every conversation every incident everything that happens in my life I try to identify is there a learning that the universe is trying to give me here mm. that I can take from me um and when I just put myself into that mind space um the learning is incredible it's just incredible because you're able to objectively look at the incidences in your own life without being without looking at it emotionally um like from a third person's perspective from a third person's perspective and even in spirituality or meditation all of it kind of is that only correct being able to look at yourself from a third person's point of view and of course there are specific people that really inspire me in terms of one of them is with all his shenanigans but uh, but Elon Musk mm-hmm. for sure um <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just respect the the ability to dream in such a wild way it like i mean he's the true definition of wild think about flying to mars dude we are not talking about a country travel it's mars so like it's far. mars <laughs> it's mars um and dedicating your life to that singular mission and aligning all these different businesses making them profitable and self sustaining like spacex as a business is self sustaining and profitable i don't know if it's profitable or not but they churn cash They with do. a singular mission of reaching mars right and having all these businesses aligned towards a singular mission wow that's wow. something something incredible i would i'd love to do something with him down the road mm-hmm. even maybe do something in the space mm-hmm. um in the in the space world down the road as as a 
uh, as I keep building things. That's one of the things on my uh, goal post. Um, but like Elon Musk is someone who who really inspires me. And another person that really inspired me was Barack Obama. Um, I mean, it's right from school time. I've seen him. I've always been a public speaker. I've always been a narrator. I'm a I feel I'm a man of the public. Um, is although over the last two three years I'm a man of commerce. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like Barack Obama, just the way he carries himself. Oh man! And um, everything he does, it's just so inspiring to just look at from at least uh, a viewer's perspective Makes and sense. take inspirations and learnings overall. So those are two people I think I'd highlight. Um, overall and um i've uh, i've seen this one person very close up uh, radha krishnan damani because he's um, um he's he does kind of i've I met him at social gatherings as well but we're not related um and even though you carry the same surname even though even though we carry the same surname and uh, uh, i did follow up with him to kind of reach out to him um through his secretary for like 3 to 4 months and uh, the amount of in- like the only thing i learned from him even though he is double digit billion dollars in terms of worth he is the most humble person i've ever seen yeah. like i mean what 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 attribute or what was that one moment you said dude he's really humble like what was the defining moment the first time i met him um uh, the first time i met him and i told him like i'd gone to his office i'd gotten like a 15 minute slot to meet with him uh and this was after 3 4 months of following up please sir please sir <laughs> <laughs> after a lot of please sirs <laughs> i got that 15 minute off like and this is pre funded era for tag mango this is not that we built something like really massive a young guy shifted to bombay first time in my life um and i told him that hey this is what we are doing i was i was nervous i was like oh my god <laughs> i was like hey this is what we are doing uh this is our business this is our business model so he told me the first thing he told me is divyanshu to be honest i have no idea about what you do or about the tech world i'm like this guy is double digit billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's one of the smartest men around uh, and with so much of easy is able to say that he doesn't know and we think we know we know yeah i i think it's the scale of power right like as you know very little you think you know a lot but as you know a lot you know you know very little mm. and that happens only through experience it happens like you sit in age like wine yeah uh, so yeah man go on tell me what has happened and i mean yeah and then um, that that conversation actually went extremely well the 15 minute meeting kind of extended to 25 minutes I was telling about the business and all of it, and um, and then I was I'm very curious. I was asking questions. Ki uncle, ab batao. And I usually I'm good in befriending people. I make it uncle bhaiya very soon. <laughs> so, so that relationship builds, and those are all cues, man. Those are all um, and from a good place with the right intent. Always things need to be done with the right intent. And then I was asking questions, and I asked him a very commonly asked question because there's not a lot of interviews that's available. He's a very very private person uh, and i asked him uh, what's the uncle what do you say is the secret to success according to you i've okay. never seen any of your interviews nothing is on the internet so i'll ask you directly only bola he said that the vyanshu don't put success on a pedestal it's not that tough 
if you diligently put in 10 12 14 hours of work on an everyday basis and you show up you will get success in whatever you do diligently 10 12 hours of work you have to put in that's it hmm. most of the times and what i i thought about it and i even tried to read through what he's trying to uh was trying to tell me a lot of the times i mean we say that we are working 9 to 7 right but are we truly working 9 to 7 are we truly making every single second uh, the best use of every single second that's been provided um and and functioning at the level we should be functioning so if we just optimize towards that and that comes to us time management and having a work life balance all of it we will be successful there is no doubt about it. but a lot of times we become a little loose on it <laughs> and, and and like man incredible incredible man incredible man i'm sure and and i just want to just scheme through the couple of things he said the 9 to 7 job i personally feel usually people are not working but in their head they are right they feel i'm at a job what next so they're stuck between two decisions and that's where your brain space starts taking over by something unnecessary i think and the second part is where i mean when you meet somebody like that it really humbles you isn't it like oh, dude, sure. dude you're like you're like that speck of sand in that juhu beach right you're fucking nobody and this man's done it all and he's telling you like just play the game play the 10 hour game 12 hour game every day and you'll get there yeah i mean it's it's a it's a beautiful moment it is true man it does humble you for sure um it tells you there's so much you don't know yeah uh, i remember i got out of his office i gave my dad a call and i said why no jack shit <laughs> like good good that you know that you don't know anything and uh, yeah man and uh, the, the first part that he said i've always realized there's a difference between being busy and being productive productive yeah yeah hell yeah it's a uh, thanks <laughs> it's a big difference man and uh, people like to think they're busy because i think being busy is cool mm. but it is not makes sense it's not cool makes sense I and mean, yeah you I'm sure you have a ton of things to do but if you're just more optimized with your own time you will get all of it done uh in a much more crunched period and and that also kind of skews relationships uh it schools your personal well-being people say i don't have time for fitness because i'm so busy and i tell them that if barack obama being the president of the united states did it every day you can do you can do i am sure, sure you're not more busy than him <laughs> i can give it to you in writing you're not busier than him for sure and again like it's about how you optimize your time optimize your day and uh, what you set a priority to and all of that can be managed man i'm sure and and divyansho i must say uh, you must have gotten this a lot but even even you as a person right um i i honestly thought you'd be like one cocky ass brat like you know the day the first day i yeah, met you like yeah uh, uh, like my specs <laughs> you know but 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 it's it's so nice to see uh, somebody who could talk to you as if there is nothing right there is there is no element of success or uh, that separating you and this can only come out of experience and time and you meet people who are way above you so it's a funnel down right i don't even think i'm successful yet yeah yeah that's what most successful people also say yeah <laughs> and dude i'm a big fan of stars mm-hmm. when i look up at the sky at night mm-hmm. and look at the stars gazillion years away then i realize that i am a nobody mm-hmm. 
so if i think myself of myself too much and take myself too seriously oh fuck you the vyansh the money you paid so many cool things you paid so much money then i'm stupid i'm the biggest fool on the planet this planet earth that's all i can say wow <laughs> yeah dude so so vyansh i remember the other day when we were sitting sitting towards the deck i was asking you uh, what in in your job or in your business what is that one function or one role that is completely on you and you said you you were a people's man yeah, you yeah. you are the person who who does networking now i want uh, a quick 30 second possible reel uh, on three tips from divyansh damani <laughs> to be an excellent networker because i have not only heard stories from you but sure. from people around right sure. like i've heard lot of it so i want the world to know what does it take to network like divyansh damani <laughs> what does it take to network like um, divyanshu damani three things <laughs> it takes to network like divyanshu damani <laughs> um the first and foremost important thing about networking is intent intent um and what i mean by that is that of course at some point of time uh, you you are expecting that you would get value from the person but it's just the willingness to connect with another human being uh on a both on a personal or a transactional level whatever that is but the willingness with the clean intent and the right intent that hey i'm not here to dupe that person or or have any malicious activity that i want to create that's extremely important and intent comes through vibes matter that's the most one most important thing um second in terms of networking um is is listening um it's very important people <laughs> usually you should not like what i do and this is like a hack uh when you go and meet someone who's let's say who's done it all or he's who's a speaker at a conference and you go and meet him don't tell him what you do ah ask him a question that will intrigue him okay for example Let, let's role play that yeah. right now i just finished the keynote address yeah. what what question would you ask me i mean it could be around depends on the business depends on it depends on the setting for example i met with a top entrepreneur one of the leading startup entrepreneurs at a close intimate session uh, and i didn't expect him to be here, be there what did i talk about i didn't talk about my business or anything i'm like yeah i do this this is me this is i'm the founder of this company that's it i wanted to ask you are you existential what is your definition of happy and we had that opportunity to have that conversation for 20 25 minutes but then he recommended books on philosophy to me um and he said you should read abc because i try to identify what is something that really connects with that person sure. and i can find a common ground on the same and then once you got in that foot into the door then you you built a stronger bond everything else is very transactional Transaction, superficial correct, it's correct. very and that is something you don't enjoy and third um uh, prakhar told me this prakhar prakhar ke prachan yeah. yeah. is very popular right now on the internet <laughs> but <laughs> but prakhar told me this and it makes a lot of sense i don't give offense i don't take offense um i mean and um, to anyone if you've told me something i'll listen to it i'll not react to it uh and that's why because i'm surrounded by a circle of the creator economy uh i don't give offense i don't take offense 
that's something i think becomes a big part in terms of networking and building that relationship at scale with so many people nice. so all of it awesome man i think those three were brilliant for me the most important part as a communication coach was the listening part yeah. and one of my mentors always says if you have to be a great communicator i think introverts are much much better than extroverts because you listen more than you you listen more than you actually speak and that's how you start building leadership skills trust and he always says you have two ears and one tongue mm-hmm. that means you got to listen to more than you speak for more. sure man So man uh, it just speaks volumes of what you're doing Divyanshu thank you one more time for accepting this you are a very 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 kind man and it, it means a lot and i hope and i really hope to make the best out of this place and it's given me a massive massive boost to where i'm at my career and uh, i just can't wait to see the fruit of this place oh thank you so much man really appreciate you calling me on the show as well uh all the best with everything that you're planning to do mm-hmm. um and if any way we can kind of support always happy to be there thank you man fantastic cheers brother, cheers, brother. take care